You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 438 of Podcateers. This week we talk about Disneyland flipping into Christmas mode, ornaments and ornaments we'd love to see, new Marvel shows coming to Disney+, Plus. we talk about the reports that the Galactic Star Cruiser is making some service changes, but not the ones you'd be expecting. Fantasmic is back at Walt Disney World, and there's an Encanto show at the Hollywood Bowl this month, and it includes a nice surprise for the holiday season. We'd love for you to join the conversation on our social networks, including Instagram and Facebook, but we invite you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. Just head over to podcateers.com links and click on the Discord button to join our community. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. Okay, that is going to wrap up the intro. It's time to get into the episode. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoyed the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, Welcome back, friends. Here is episode 438 of Podcateers. And the beat goes on. And the beat goes on and on and on and on and on and on. That's a song that never ends. That just goes on and on, my friends. You know, I heard that some people started singing it, not knowing what it was, but they continued singing it forever just because... It's a song that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. I heard that some people started singing it, not knowing what it was, and wouldn't you know that they continued singing it forever just because... That's the song that never ends, ba 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 doop <laughs> Hey, look, Poor it people. just ended. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to this. <laughs> so I had that. So I had a weird uh, CD at one point in my youth that was, the, it was called Space Ghost Coast to Coast Backyard <gasps> Barbecue. Yes. Did you ever have that CD? Yes. So that, that was on that CD. Yes. Um, if, if you want like a whole just like smattering of ridiculous songs that's a good fun like mm-hmm. album to listen to i'm sure it's on spotify and youtube and stuff it's it's silly well i i'm pretty sure i still have the disc somewhere as well i love beans hey hey, hey. that's a great i love beans see, man every day man i got a doodle in my noodle and his name is minky boodle <laughs> minky boodle <laughs> minky boodle <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah, um, I don't know. I maybe, you know, I know that there's going to be a ton of people that are going to hear what we just did, and they're going to be like, "Oh no!" Especially anybody that either grew up watching Lamb Chops play along, or had this disc, or just is familiar with the song in general. And I don't know necessarily what is worse, that song 
or the fact that uh you know this you know Taylor Swift released Midnight recently and she uh has now gone down as the first artist in history to have all top 10 of her songs in the Billboard 100 at the exact same time like there was a really big push uh to have as many songs from Midnight in the Billboard 100 but the entire top 10 is her they're all tracks from this new album you know and i've not heard of one of them <laughs> well i have i'm you know if you've been listening to the podcast long enough you know that i i like taylor swift's music you know i'm you do? I'm, I'm not gonna go as Swifty. far as saying i'm like a hardcore swifty or anything like i'm not you know i just nah. i like taylor swift's music Okay, so a hardcore Swifty Larue, not a Swifty uh, Larue, not no. a Swifty Larue. My <laughs> no. all my superstar limo friends out there. <laughs> uh, but th- on on TikTok, there is an account uh, called "There I Ruined It," and mm-hmm. "There I Ruined It" takes a lot of popular music, a lot of uh, popular audio clips, and does things to them that, in some cases. It ruins it for some people, and in other cases, just makes them super hilarious. I'm on the border of what this one is for me because I happen to find it very funny, but I have to admit it's kind of ruined antihero for me because as Taylor's getting right into the chorus, she has the line for the last time, and then she goes into the, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. But there I ruined it, just kind of happily inserted Mario. And so now, as it's going into the chorus, you hear, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> and so now I can't unhear it. As I'm at, here, let me play the clip. You got tired of my scheming for the last time. It's a me, Mario. I'm the problem, it's me. Now look, as snappy as that is, okay, <laughs> as snappy as that is, I'm borderline because I I happen to think it's very funny. They lived up to their name. They have ruined it yep. for me in a way. They ruined it for sure, and it it reminds me of remember when the uh, uh, the screaming goats were all the rage. Oh <laughs> yes. yes, and they would they would put those in with with the songs. <laughs> There's probably five or six songs that I'll hear on the radio that automatically I hear the screaming goats. A Taylor Swift song. Uh, what's the. Uh, uh, oh, I forgot what it was. But there's a Taylor Swift one where they put the screaming goats in. It's uh, every time I hear it on the radio that the goats are in my head. It is classic. <laughs> this is what the internet does, and I'm for it. Like I love the creativity and the the fact that someone thought of this, and here's this magical piece. <laughs> yeah, trouble is the one. There are several, oh, but yeah. I think Trouble's the one that you're talking about. That's the one that... Yes. The yeah. Trouble, Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, Mel, the internet is a wonderful place sometimes, but sometimes it also... Uh, I can't enjoy Midnight's. Well, I mean, I can enjoy Midnight's. I can't enjoy Antihero now without hearing Mario. So, yay. They did it. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. For the last time. Mushroom kingdom, here I come. Don't touch that mushroom!
<laughs> uh, hey, so we're past Halloween. That means it's Christmas. That means it's Christmas. Yeah. It's 11.59 October 31st was still Halloween. Midnight November 1st, instantly Christmas at the Disneyland Resort. Mariah Carey has been peeking her head around the corner for the last couple of weeks. And now she's finally (laughs) there. She was in a witch's costume riding on a Peloton. And then it was Christmas time. Listen, I don't know if you know this, but all she wants for Christmas is you. Well, that is uh, very convenient because all I want for Christmas is Christmas decorations. I don't... <laughs> How is that convenient? <laughs> I don't know. It's very convenient because they play that song at the store, and that's where I buy Christmas decorations. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. I go and I hear it all the time because I'm going to Big Lots, and I'm going to Home Depot and Lowe's and Michael's and Home Goods and... Uh, I don't know, Walmart, Target, uh, the list goes on and on and on. I go to the 99 cent store. They got some good Christmas decorations. I'm going to go on a little rant about Christmas decorations Uh right now. Okay, so (laughs) I don't know if there's any other Christmas decoration aficionados out there, but this year seems to be the year of gnomes. Every Christmas decoration has a gnome on it. I am not a big fan of gnomes i don't have any gnomes and there are so many 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 gnomes on every christmas decoration you can find um so my i have dog christmas decorations and i was lucky that the last few years have been very dog heavy when it comes to christmas decorations and now it's the year of the gnome uh so sad time for me i guess good thing if you uh like gnomes because they're everywhere Little beard guys with their little noses. Um, but yeah, that's my little rant. I don't like the gnomes. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, you know what? It just means I spend less on Christmas decorations because. There you go. <laughs> Silver lining. <laughs> Silver lining. I yeah. can uh, buy, you know, it just means I have to hunt for the dog stuff online. I've already bought, let's see, it's just November 7th. As us recording, and uh, I bought like seven Christmas decorations already. Wow! I haven't put them up yet. They're in a they're like in a in a container. I'm I'm uh you know restraining myself from putting them up. I still have the you know, I, well I got to take the Halloween decorations down still. But I mean, I've, you could mix it. Thanksgiving, <laughs> I, you know, I try. I Thanksgiving week, it'll be Thanksgiving. Then the day after Thanksgiving, boom! It's it's. Uh, Christmas vacation Clark Griswold threw up on the house and there it is (laughs) but I try to restrain myself until after Thanksgiving or the evening of Thanksgiving Black Friday is Christmas (laughs) decoration Friday so I had a I had a conversation with one of my coworkers about decorations for his house because back when I okay so are you the type of person that leaves the lights on year round your house no I do not I take them down Okay, so about second week of January, I try and take them down. Okay, so there's plenty of people that do this. Okay, Mm -hmm. and he had decorated for Halloween, and Mm -hmm. I said he said he was mentioning how over the weekend he had been taking down decorations because he was going to get ready for Christmas, and I said, why did you waste so much time? All you had to do was throw a couple of Santa hats on there and just call it Nightmare Before Christmas. 
right? You got lights, you got mm-hmm. spookies, yep. you got just throw some Santa hats, a couple of candy canes, and boom, you got your Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, and the more that I think about this, the more this is actually a really marketable idea that we need to capitalize mm-hmm. on. We should just do us like personally. Ju- yes, like us personally. We come up with this idea of these joint decorations that on the flip of a switch, like you just get a different hat, you just get a different expression or something like that. We sell them to Spirit Halloween next year or we sell uh-huh. them now and they have them next year. Boom. Bajillionaires. So it's like it's like a zombie that takes its head off, but then you can like take the head all the way off, and it's like Santa's head underneath or something. Well, I wouldn't go and that far. You... I was just putting like oh, a Santa okay. hat on them or something. <laughs> oh well, but... they got some complicated stuff at Spirit Halloween. Well, whatever it is, it's like you ever have those dolls. Like what my sisters had these dolls when I was little. It's like it, it was kind of creepy if you thought about it, but it was like two bodies sewn at the waist together and there was a what? head on both ends and it had a dress and so you'd flip the dress you'd hold it up one way and it looked like you know wearing a blue dress you flip it the other way the dress f- covers the other half and there's another one and it's a purple dress or whatever like you do that what? with with yeah somebody already took like, our idea <laughs> well like a hundred years ago when they made fabric dolls but how like, dare they <laughs> We're hundred we years you too can late. Still, <laughs> you know what? It's innovation. It's it's yeah. you know it's a, here's it, how yeah. we make it better. We add yeah. Bluetooth. Yes, every, you know everybody loves Bluetooth. <laughs> like we know this from the Big Bang Theory. What does it do? <laughs> we don't know yet, but it's got Bluetooth. Bluetooth, Bluetooth monitoring. <laughs> it's right. a, a it's a smart home accessory. Yes, exactly. It syncs up. I don't with know why I said lights. that like Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> it syncs up with your lights. Accessory. It syncs up with your AC, whatever you want. <laughs> your dishwasher can tell your Christmas lights to turn on, <laughs> but your toilet cannot. Your toilet just flushes. <laughs> that is what it's meant for. <laughs> Man, I miss Mitch Hedberg. It'd be so good to have him around still. Cut, you know, talk about smart home stuff. That'd be funny. But anyway, it would be funny. Yeah, it would be funny. But Christmas is here. And I bought Christmas decorations, and I'm going to Disneyland in, like, two weeks, and I'm going to buy more Christmas stuff there. Yay! Uh, I already got my eye on There's a They have a Roger Rabbit cartoon spin ornament out right now, so I'm hoping really? they're in the parks. They're on Shop Disney right now, but I didn't want to pay shipping since I'm already going to the park, and it says it's a park thing, so I'm going to see if it's there. Oh, um, cool. Yes, it's one of those, like, the ear ones, like the Mickey yeah. ear ones, and they got all the stuff. Nice. So I got I got to get me some of that. Yeah, there was uh, the last few years I've been getting more ornaments, but I've been getting a lot of the Hallmark stuff. Mm-hmm. I was getting a lot of the Disney Hallmark stuff and a lot of the Nintendo Hallmark stuff that they had. Like last year, I remember getting, was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. I got the the uh, Storyteller statue, and then mm-hmm. I got... Like a couple of Nintendo cartridges, including like a gold Legend of Zelda ornament, that's super okay. cool, and then like eight bit Mario and eight bit Link from the original uh, game. Uh, there was a couple others that I got. This year I got the the Hatchet Man, and Hatchet then Man. was was the other one a Hatbox Ghost ornament? I don't remember what the other one was. The one the Disney ones. Yeah, it was the Disney ones we were talking about yeah. not too long ago. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was the Hatbox Ghost was the other one, I think. Yeah. Or is the Hitchhiking Ghost? I don't know. They were all cool. They were all cool, yeah. So I'm probably going to get a handful more of those, and then I'll probably end up getting a few more from Hallmark this year just to just to round out the collection. I haven't I even what been on the Hallmark yet. website yet this year. They had some really cool stuff. After Marin sent us the link several weeks ago, I just kept going back like to see what they had in case they were like adding new stuff. There's got to be some Marin? kind of like no, Marin, one of our listeners. Well, I don't know, maybe Mark Marin's a listener. I don't Mark know. Mark Marin is not a listener, I guarantee it. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. So, yeah, uh, I don't oh, know what they have in get, the park. You can get KK from uh, Animal Crossing on uh, at uh, Hallmark? Hallmark. Yep. Ooh. You have Animal Sitting Crossing on his stuff? Stool play- yep, playing his guitar. I'm on the website right now. Oh, no. Andrew didn't want to spend money, and now he's on a website with ornaments. We've seen uh, how this goes. goes. Hey, look, there's a little puppy. <laughs> That's cute. You know what they also have on the site? They have an ornament with uh, Din Djarin without his helmet holding Grogu. They also have an IG-11 wow. ornament. Oh, I saw the IG-11 one. That one looks pretty dope. Oh, Mel, they have the the Enterprise. Really? An Enterprise ornament, yeah. They have a Dalek, if anybody wants to get me a like Dalek. Like the rental car company? Dalek? <laughs> oh, Enterprise, <laughs> Enterprise, you mean. Oh, it's like I've never heard of the Dalek rental company. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was a little late. I was looking at this Mace Windu uh, <laughs> ornament. <gasps> they have a 10th Doctor ornament. Oh, my damn. Oh. Oh, there's another puppy. Uh, All right. Oh, Scooby-Doo. There goes. And you hear that? That's money flying they away. Have he Neo. out of the bank account. <laughs> they have Neo from the Matrix. And at the cart. Oh, you're scrolling through this page is a lot quicker than me. I got to go faster. Well, the 10th Doctor. <laughs> you know what? They're calling him the 10th Doctor, but he is the 14th Doctor. I don't care what you call oh, him. They got they got the pirate, the sleeping pirate with the pigs, Mickey and a Dumbo. This Razor Crest ornament looks pretty cool. Oh, this is awesome. $35. This is real exciting listening. Listen to them. What? Go through ornaments, yes. Hey, let's Here's move Melissa. on, right? They got, they got the Undertaker, <laughs> Melissa. What? Oh, jeez. Undertaker, Bowser, uh, uh, Sophia from the Golden Girls. Wait, what? They have what like if, everybody. What if Sophia met the Undertaker? Oh, <laughs> dude. Back in St. Olaf. <laughs> that's Rose, you uncultured oh, swine. Right. <laughs> no, you're supposed to start with picture. I could picture. Or, picture no, it, Sicily. Picture it, Sicily. Picture there Sicily, you go. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes you're right. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll leave this. Uh, oh man! Oh, they got some Marvel this, uh, stuff. Browsing for later. I'm only on page eight of fifteen. Ugh! What of do we just do? the keepsake ornaments. Damn it, Andrew! What did you do? <laughs> well, you're the one who brought up Hallmark. I just looked on. The I website. mean, Christmas, you, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Zach Morris oh, from Saved by the Bell. They have an EV ornament. The Pokemon. And oh, and they also have a cards. Super Nintendo and a Genesis. <laughs> <gasps> they have the raccoon Mario from Mario Brothers 3 flying with his little tail. Yeah, but what about this one? It's called the the Ninja Bread <gasps> Man. It's like a gingerbread man, but he's a ninja. Oh my God. That's cool. Huh. If my kids look at this loot llama from oh. Fortnite, they're going to want me to get it. 
Luca on a on a Vespa. Do they have like sizzle or <laughs> after pay? <gasps> oh, oh my gosh, there's so many. This Legend of Zelda Link ornament out. is pretty awesome. <laughs> it is. It is. How did I already hit three hundred dollars? It's like five put, ornaments. You put four in <laughs> your cart. <laughs> All right, you know what? We got to move on. I, I will. That's yep. not an ornament. That's click out. Talking. Click out. <laughs> yeah, click out of this. Click out of this. Oh, that's so cool. Um, hey, Hallmark. Uh, we are open to receive some ornaments to yeah, sample you want, you want us for to, the holidays. Yeah. To we'll review. review them. We'll yeah, review we'll them review on our them. YouTube channel, and then um, thanks. And then I all, and uh, while I'm wearing my Bombas socks, oh, and, oh sleeping in my Brooklyn and sheets. <laughs> Those are not ads. Such as. <laughs> and don't forget to uh, get your, uh, you know, four months free on uh, uh, blue. Blue Apron. I don't know. <laughs> what are the other ads that our podcasts are on? <laughs> Make sure that you use Podcateers as your discount code. And you yeah, po- Podcateers <laughs> code. You'll get 30 for free meals with your <laughs> Blue Apron. There, we don't have a Blue Apron code, by the way, so don't go try it if you're listening. Not yet anyway. They're like, dang it, it's not working. They said Podcateers <laughs> at Blue Apron. Uh, we should move on, though. Uh, because Probably. Probably. Yeah, we're talking about ornaments. Well, I mean, look, Christmas time, favorite time in the parks, obviously. I've talked about this before. Yes. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle this holiday season. I, you know, there's so much right now going on mm-hmm. that I'm trying to figure out when and if I'll be able to go to the park during the holiday season because I also want to try out the Magic Band. Uh, I want to try out the whole bounty thing and everything that they got going on with it. So mm-hmm. uh, I hopefully I can go sooner than later but you know since we're talking about ornaments uh i i did think of one thing so the haunted mansion you know obviously has been in a uh, haunted mansion holiday since july because that's when you know they convert it over obviously. september sure Come whatever on. it's still before halloween <laughs> so whatever but you know i've always wondered since we're talking about ornaments I've always wondered why they haven't taken advantage of the different gingerbread houses and made collectible ornaments for each gingerbread house that they make every year. If they mm-hmm. made like one set that had like the first 20 or whatever, or even if they released them as individual ornaments, like these Hallmark ones that we were just looking at, how awesome would it be to have the mansion gingerbread houses decorating your tree? Yeah, because they did do a pin set at one point. Yeah, I think it was like for the like twenty the twenty year, year one. Yeah, no, maybe it was. Yeah, and they had the the gingerbread houses as pins, but yeah, especially even if it's even if they don't go back, even if it's just going forward, like they have to know. Like I'm sure they're already designing next year's gingerbread house. Oh yeah. Now. Oh yeah. So there's no reason not to just send it off to the mold making factory and. Uh, there you go. We got a even if it's even if it's like a flat one, like if it's not 3D and even it's just, you know, more printed pin on? style, Mm-mm. not even printed on, but like a Mm-mm. pin style Mm-mm. or Mm-mm. you want 3D. I know Hazen wants no, 3D. I want 3D. Yeah. Send me the Something. 3D file and I will make them on my 3D printer. There you go. <laughs> my non-existent 3D printer. I was going to say, you got the th- is that is this news? Do we have a 3D printer? No, so but Black Friday's coming, so cross your fingers. So you guys want the ornaments. I'm curious why they never sold these as cookies. 
Like, oh yes. I mean, the temptation of the smells. Like, come on. But yeah, ornaments would have been fine. <laughs> I mean, the well, cookie okay, would have been fine too us, because so. you could have lacquered it. You could have like resined it or something, and that cookie is something. now a damn ornament. Right. You know or what? You like could do a fraction. Yeah, gingerbread ornaments are a thing. Mm-hmm. In resin? No, like if you you can like bake, like you make a certain like like a dough, basically like a gingerbread dough, but there's a way that you cook it and it gets hard and it's an ornament. Like I have ornaments, like well my mom does. I don't that are like basically like a cookie, but it's hard as a rock and it's an ornament. Yeah. What? It's like Get a craft out. thing that like kids do. Yeah, I'll have to look it's it like- up. I'm. It's an old craft. Um, I don't know the recipe either, but I know what you're talking about. I mean, it's just basically like, it like flour baking play-doh. It's. I mean, you just make it with like like flour and and stuff. Like it's just like stuff. Like yeah. and it just like and you make it an ornament. Like it's a thing. Interesting. Like I don't know the exact recipe. I'm sure somebody out there. Hey, uh, in Podcateers Land. Uh, go on the Discord and post about this thing because I'm sure somebody knows about this. That's not just me. But it's if a not, gingerbread. Will, uh, it's a gingerbread cookie that you're making before it's it like, becomes. An it's ornament. like a gingerbread cookie or some kind of something or another. I don't know. I know it's a thing, and I'm probably getting most of the details wrong. But they're it's possible. They, they it's exist. Possible. I've, okay. I've, I've I've done this before. Like my mother has them in her ornament box. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well. I mean, I want to say that I want to make it, but then if I do that, I can't get a 3D printer. I mean, I still could, but <laughs> I, it, you know, I would much rather get the 3D files from Disney. But listen, Disney, you're always looking for more things to make money on. Here it is. The Mansion Gingerbread Houses as ornaments. Release a set. Release them individually. Collect them all. Release them in a Happy Meal. I don't know. Just release them. <laughs> Give us our ornaments of the gingerbread houses from the mansion. Yep. Easy peasy. That'll make everybody happy. Right? Right. Make me happy Win win. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Uh, cool. Well, I want to let me know what they have when you go to the park, Andrew. I'm sure that you're going to be yeah. there sooner than I am. If there's anything I will cool, be there. make sure to send me some text messages with the cool stuff they have. Yep, I'll be there in two weeks. Nice. Or just yeah, just yeah, just about two weeks. I will be there, uh, yucking it up at Disneyland. Nice. Have they announced whether or not they're going to do the candy canes this year? Uh, I haven't heard anything. I mean, I would assume they're going to do it. They did it last year, right? Did they? I don't remember them doing that. I th- doing I, it last I year. think they even did it during the pandemic. If they... I'm not mistaken, they like did. I don't remember. I don't know. Don't huh. quote me on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if they did it uh, the first year of the pandemic, but mm-hmm. last year for sure, I don't remember. And that's when the park had already been, like, it had Let's started see. opening. Uh, but yeah, those candy canes are nice. I hope they they have those. Let's see. Dates for hand-pulled candy canes 2022. Blah, 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 blah. Da 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 da. They're twenty dollars. Uh, here we go at Candy Palace at Disneyland, December fourth, six, eleven, thirteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-four. Trolley treats at DCA, December five, seven, twelve, fourteen, nineteen, twenty-one, and twenty-five. Oh, so they are doing them cool. Yep. 
Are they still still doing the wristband thing and everything? Does it say that? Uh, it's. Oh, geez, this sounds like a nightmare. Um. Oh, hold on. Stand outside ah! a park hold opening <laughs> and try to get a fast lane for the candy canes. If you're unable to reserve anything for noon, sign up for Genie Plus, and you can get in line <laughs> for the candy canes. Um, it does look like <laughs> y- it's um, you instead of like a wristband, you add your name to like a text list, a mobile wait list, is what I'm reading here. Hmm. One candy cane per person. In your group. In your group. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, you can, so if you have a group of five, you can have one each. Yeah. And they're twenty dollars. Cool. I don't know if we would get five, but you know, at least one of them. Well, one sounds good, and then you could divide it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I've never had one of these before because it's like the most nightmare thing to try and even get. Yeah. They're good. Thanks, yeah. Internet, for ruining everything. <laughs> They're good to try to get at least once at any point. I remember the first time I got it, I was I was kind of on the same boat. But they're nice and airy. They're nice and soft. It's not a super hard candy cane. Like, it's airy enough that it feels kind of pillowy when you're eating okay. it. But it's got enough crunch in it that, you know, I, I don't remember what they're called. But they are like pillow candies. They kind of crumble when you bite them. That's like those like dinner mints after the dinner, dinner mints. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah those yeah. are the ones I'm okay. talking about. Like it's very dinner minty, where when you bite it, it's crunchy, mm-hmm. but soft yeah. enough that it almost like crumbles in your mouth because it's like super mm-hmm. airy when they make it. There's a place out in, I want to say Upland. If you're local to Southern California, out in Upland, California, I think there's a place called. Logan's Candies. And the the guy that bought the this candy store, he probably bought it like 20, 30 years ago or something like that. He does this live the way that they do at Disneyland. Like when you walk through downtown I, I keep saying Upland because I, I'm pretty sure it's Upland. But, it's in Ontario. Oh, it's in Ontario. Oh, jeez. So when you walk by the candy shop, like they have all sorts of different candy, right? But they make a lot of their candy in shop like they make it there and so at his window especially this time of year you can go by and you can see him pulling the candy cane you can see him pulling the hot like gooey goodness that will eventually become candy canes and stuff like that it's super cool i wanted to i wanted to try to go and just watch him do that or at least buy some candy to give out because they have some Mm -hmm. really tasty stuff there but I looked up uh, hand-pulled candy canes, and uh, there's a list of the top, like, eight places to find handmade candy canes, and that was Logan's was number one on the list. Oh, right on. Right on. Wow. Disney- Disneyland was number six. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because it also costs you $175 to get in to get the $20 yes. candy cane. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> uh Cool. So I think we should move on. I, I, otherwise, I'm just going to want candy. We just got through with Halloween stuff, and we have some of that left over. But uh, I could taste the candy cane. I love Christmas time, and uh, it's going to drive me a little crazy trying to figure out when I'm going to be able to go to the park next. So 
I think we we need to move on just for my own mental health here. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, why don't we talk about uh, those great group of listeners called the FGP Squad? You know what, Andrew? That is a great idea. So we would like to send a shout out to an amazing group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast for godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. Being a part of the FGP Squad family gets you some additional perks like access to our happy hour calls, uh, access to additional content on Patreon, discount codes, random giveaways, uh, a special section on our Discord server, just to name a few. If you want some more information, you can head over to podcateers.com slash FGP. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors and some information on the FGP squad. Uh, but of course, if you have any questions, we'll be happy to answer any of those that you may have. You can either send us a message directly on Instagram or you can join our community over on Discord. Uh, joining the community is super simple. Uh, if you head over to podcateers.com slash links, you will see a link to join our Discord there. You will also see a link for the FGP Squad page there as well. Uh, FGP Squad, we have a call coming up very, very soon. We have a date. Uh, we hope that you can make it. It'll be nice to see everyone after a little bit of a hiatus from the calls during the summer. And uh, it'll be nice to get together and play some games. So uh, information will be posted on Instagram and on Discord this week. So we hope to see you there. And, of course, to anyone that isn't a part of the FGP squad, if you would like to join us, again, the best way to do that is to become part of the FGP squad family. Podcateers.com slash FGP is where you want to go for that information. And, of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. And this week, we'll spin the wheel. Who we thinking in specific this week? Here we go. Flap, 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 Miguel! Hey, it's Miguel! Hey, our good pal, Miguel. You know, my baloney has a first name and it's Miguel. Nope, that's not fun. I'm trying to think of new stuff to say. M-I-G-U-E-L-M-O-U-S-E. I don't know. Miguel, <laughs> thanks for being a supporter. That's so thanks cute, for um uh you know contributing to make podcateers uh this uh what it is, I guess, helping us and and being so cool. I'm gonna call everybody cool. I don't care if it gets repetitive. You're all cool. All the FGP members are so cool. Uh, but and, is he a yeah. cool cat so, and or kitten? Uh, if he wants to be. Okay. Fair enough. I'll, I'll leave that up to you, Miguel. If you would like to be a cool cat and or kitten, you are more than welcome to that compliment. <laughs> um, but if you don't want to be, that's okay. You can just be a cool rider, like in Grease 2. We were talking about Grease 2 the oh, other week. Okay. Cool okay. rider. Um, or you could be like cool, like Chili Willy. Um, or, yeah, you know. Like fudgy the whale. whale. Fudgy oh, the whale's pretty cool. Fudgy the um, whale. Delicious. Yeah, Fudgy the whale. Uh, Dilly bar. I don't know. I'm trying to think of things that are cool. The other side of the pillow. I did that one last week, I think. Anyway, Miguel, thank you. Yeah, what would you do to be as cool as Miguel? Mm-hmm, 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 so, 
Thank you, Miguel, and all the FGP members. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll try and come up with more original things because these are just off the dome. <laughs> but that's okay. That's what makes them fun. Hey, I want to send a special shout-out also to Miguel. I'm, it, I'm glad that he was the the person that came up on the wheel this week because uh, Miguel was one of the members uh, of our Team Boat Willie team for Walk for Hope this year. We, hey! so far, as of today... We've raised four hundred and thirty dollars out of the thousand dollar goal that we have. So the Walk for Hope officially happened. It was a virtual event. It happened over this weekend, this last weekend. But we normally can donate up to two weeks after the event. We're still going to hold our auctions because we do really want to try to hit that thousand dollar goal. So if you're able to make a small donation, if you can help us spread the word about the auctions that are coming up. Uh, the info is going to be on Instagram, and that's where all the bidding is going to happen. And hopefully, with what we're putting up and a few more donations, we'll be able to hit that $1,000 goal. We're going to try to help find a cure for uh, women's cancers because cancer sucks, man. We just want to get rid of it. We don't want it to be around. We just want to demolish it, obliterate it. Hulk smash. Yeah. Hulk smash wanna is Hulk good. Smash it. Yeah. Uh, we want to Hulk uh, smash uh, cancer. Snap. I'm trying to think. Ooh, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Can go. we Thanos that. snap cancer? Can yes. we blip it? Blip. Oh, oh let's do that. I yeah. don't want it to come back though in like five or ten years. Yeah, permanent blip. I want to. I want to permanent blip it. So in this case, Thanos. They don't like go and like find Thanos and like chop his head off and then he comes back and no no all this that doesn't happen Mm -mm. just but just with the cancer thing like like spider-man comes back but not cancer yes exactly yeah 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 one of the things that just continues to live in the multiverse you know what yeah i I, i'll i'll come out and say it spider-man better than cancer (laughs) yes i will Uh, it might be an unpopular opinion (laughs) cancer bad spider-man cool I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we got. Um, oh, hey, since we mentioned Spider-Man and Marvel and all that stuff, I don't know if you heard, but one, we're getting two new shows. There there was already some talk about this. There was already some speculation about when they were coming. But Vision Quest has officially been announced for Disney+. Plus. We're also going to get a show for Wonder Man. Uh, Vision Quest is going to pick up where WandaVision left off. Uh, if you had an opportunity to watch WandaVision, Vision turns white, you know, because he gets put together, and he's kind of, he doesn't have his memories, he doesn't really remember everything that's going on, and he takes off. You know, he goes off on his own, and then, you know, Wanda no longer has Vision in her life. And then she goes nuts, and then the multiverse happens, and yes. and all yes. kinds of stuff happens. Then yeah. she wants to find her kids. And There's a whole movie about it. I mean, if this was a Mexican story, she would be La Llorona, maybe. Because, you know, yeah. I'm using Oh, she, gosh, mm. yes. Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> really totally. Yeah. Anyway. Uh-huh, and, then, <laughs> so, and then she would do some other stuff. Yeah, I totally know she would is. appear in the middle of the night on a bridge and scare people and all sorts of stuff. Anyway, so Wonder Man is the other show that's going to be coming out soon. You know, I didn't know this about Wanda and Vision and all that stuff. In Well, in the MCU, Vision was like AI that was meant to represent Tony Stark, right? And then it just kind of evolved from there, and then he became like his own kind of being 
you know, because the AI was so advanced. And that's how Vision kind of came to be in our version of the MCU. But in the comic books, the consciousness that Vision has originally comes from Wonder Man. And so they take a part of Wonder Man, they give Vision his thoughts, his caring nature and all that stuff. Like everything about Vision originally came from Wonder Man. And now the reason it's a big deal in the comics, and if this is the way that they're going in the MCU with Vision Quest and Wonder Man and then whatever they do with Wanda next, aside from Coven of Chaos, which also had a pretty big announcement, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, The reason it was a big deal in the comics is because while Wanda was in love with Vision, Wonder Man was in love with Wanda. (laughs) And so uh, when Vision turns white (laughs) in the comics... There is there is a way of bringing back his memories and bringing everything back. But in order to do that, they have to take a piece of Wonder Man's again. And so Wanda goes to Wonder Man and says, hey, we want to restore Viz. Can you help us out? And he's kind of like, no. Because, I mean, you got to think about like how he's feeling in this moment, right? I don't know what they're going to do with it in the MCU, obviously. But it's going to be fun to see this one play out. Yeah. Because if, I mean, if if you think about it, by proxy, because Vision is just like a robot, basically, is Wanda technically in love with Wonder Man? Because everything, like, and this is from the comics, right? Like if everything Vision represented came from Wonder Man... Like, is she technically in love with Wonder Man just in Vision's body? You know what I mean? Well, the like, question is, is what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. No more. I'm trying not to Baby, answer don't that. hurt me. No <laughs> more. I was... <laughs> you know, um, I'll do, I do have to say, as soon as you brought it, I hadn't heard of any of these. Vision Quest sounds like something that would be like, like a scavenger hunt at a Six Flags. Like a, I don't like, know that every like a time PBS I... quiz show for for junior high school students. Yeah, welcome to Vision <laughs> Quest, where you can exactly. earn That's... radical prizes like days out of theme then, park. Yes, so that I don't like the name of Vision Quest. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, and also. Uh, uh, Wonder Man is now called uh, Captain Wonderpants because that's <laughs> popped in my brain and that's now what he's called. And I made Hazen choke on his water. <laughs> oh, <why? laughs> yeah. We kind of oh, need man. him alive, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I took a sip at the wrong moment. <laughs> I was not expecting that. It reminds me too much of Captain Underpants. Well, my that's kids. the idea. <laughs> yeah, my Captain kids Wonderpants. L- love Captain Underpants. Tra la la. Tra la la. I love it. It'll be really cool to see like how they fill in the gaps or dots or play with what's already been you know told to us. So it'll be cool. I'm excited. Yeah. I am. I have yeah. no clue anything about Wonder Man. So excuse me, Captain Wonderpants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the newest superhero in the Marvel roster coming to the X-Men. <laughs> Captain Wonder. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. 
Captain Wonderpants confirmed. <laughs> um, so since we're talking about WandaVision and we're talking about new characters, obviously we know that Agatha House of Harkness became Coven of Chaos several months ago. Ba-bum. And this last week it was announced that Aubrey Plaza is going to be uh, a part of Coven of Chaos. And I'm super excited because, uh, one, I love Aubrey Plaza. I like Ever since I saw her, the first time I was introduced to Aubrey Plaza was in Parks and Rec. Ever since then, I love her acting style. I love the dryness in her delivery and a lot of the stuff that she does. And I, like, I'm super excited about what she's going to do with this. Now, she does have a lot more range, obviously. Uh, there was some speculation that I saw... I'm trying to remember who. Oh, uh, Jay Stoops said this on on TikTok, and I thought it was a super interesting theory. So Aubrey Plaza plays uh, Lenny Busker in Legion, and she's like this like super villain that like can like kind of shape shift and stuff like that. The idea of bringing Lenny into Coven of Chaos is an interesting one because that could mean that you're bringing all of those characters into the MCU and it could be a different timeline. It could be all, all sorts of different things. Uh, so I like that idea. Um, I don't know exactly what she's going to do. Obviously we'll find out more once the, the show is out or the, when, when there's more information about it, but that was a really interesting theory that if it pans out, I think would make a lot of Legion fans super happy because Legion was one of those shows that I think had, a pretty decent following because it was i didn't see a lot of legion i saw like several episodes but i never saw like a a big portion of it i never saw all three seasons of it but it was praised as a really really great show uh yeah i'm excited about her coming into the mcu regardless of the part that she ends up playing uh, this was a big week for people getting signed onto projects for the MCU. We also got news that Coven of Chaos was also going to add uh, Shashir Zamata and Eric Andre to the cast. Bob Odenkirk is going to be a part of Wonder Man. Oh, Daniel Kaluuya is going to be the voice of Spider Punk in uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, the next animated Spider Man film, which is super cool. So it was a big week for talent joining the MCU and I'm I, I'm just excited about it. You guys know anytime mm-hmm. that there's Marvel news, I just I'm all over it. I I don't care how good it is, I'm going to like it anyway. Damn it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of things being liked or not liked, I had a question. I don't know if either one of you had an opportunity to see this, but there was some weird reports about the Star Cruiser. Did uh-huh. did either of you read anything about this or know what's going on with it? I've read a couple articles. Um, you know, it, it's the news has been bubbling, and I guess you know, uh, from what it sounds like, Star Cruiser has uh, slowly uh, been dwindling with people. Um, you know, it's quite expensive, so not everybody can make it. Um, you know, work, even if they're a big Star Wars fan, it's like, you know, whatever, six grand for a two night stay is a little uh, hefty price tag. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But what these reports that have been coming out is that 
they've been cutting like the capacity has only been like they've they've only been filling 25% of the rooms available of the space available for the star cruiser oh wow and instead of like cutting you know these these are what people have been speculating and saying so these aren't my words but instead of cutting um prices for the uh thing to you know get more people to come in they've been cutting cast member hours they've been getting rid of some of the perks that are on their second dinner seatings uh less servers uh and things like that for uh different experiences different you know less cast members all around in the thing so it, it seems like uh the public has not been um too receptive to the price tag and they, they've been doing i guess what they think is best to to try and make it still profitable but who knows it's kind of a uh <laughs> like a interesting sign to see that they're not booking very well and they're they but they don't want to lower the price of the experience at all it just seems so backwards man the whole idea it is it is send out a coupon in the mail or something yeah not even that it's just (laughs) it's either rent or they pay for that trip and it's like this is probably the hardest time for like anyone three months rent. Yeah. Like, it's not even like... yeah. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I was trying to cut in. And stuff, no, I know, yeah. I know. You're fine. It's. I mean, I'll be honest. I I'm turned off by anything by this because I don't see myself going. I just there's no way. But um, to hear what's happening, it's like. Mm, I don't know. I. If they were to adjust the prices, and I know that's not what they want to do, that's probably how you get more people to go. Other than that, I mean, that's a many things. There, that's a car, that's a house. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole just, whole car. You could buy a yeah. car for six thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> something. You could buy like two annual passes for that amount of money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Sadly, yes. Yeah, this has to be a really tough place for them to be in because it's kind of a corner that they backed themselves into, right? Like, they've mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. raising the prices on everything. The phrases and the things that Bob Chapek says sometimes, in few words, you know, state, we want to just be the rich people park. You know, it's mm-hmm. how many people interpret a lot of things that he says. The problem is that it the majority of the people that go to the park are not the richest people you know the people that especially at disneyland you know a lot of the pass holders that go uh don't have the type of income that they want to be bringing into the park on a daily basis or on you know whatever you know they're not we're they're not the favorable ones to them you know as as yes. he said once and so the the problem with where they are right now with the Star Cruiser is that if they lower the price, they basically admitted defeat, you know, for the price. Mm-hmm. And it goes directly against everything that they've been trying to do, everything that they've been positioning themselves for and placing themselves as this highly premium product where, 
you know, everything in the parks is getting more expensive, but getting smaller prices to go in are getting more expensive. But cutting back cast member hours and stuff like that is the worst thing that you can do in a case like this. Like, like yep. sometimes you just have to take the L, right? Because yeah, if the exactly. cast members aren't there to make the experience better for the people that are paying for it, they're not going to want to come back or tell other people that the experience is horrible because they didn't have enough cast members on staff to do their jobs, you know, to put on the shows, to do whatever. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. They only have 25% yeah. capacity. Or they've only had about 25%, you know, filling in, you know, versus what they would have wanted. But, like, in this case, I think for because they're doing it with so many other things, with the park prices and, and merchandise and all that stuff, you know, lower the price by a thousand bucks or something, and maybe more people will come. I know that in, in like, for them on the business side, they might be setting a bad precedent, right? Because they might see it as, well, if we lower the price for this, people are going to say, oh, see, we didn't go, we won. We just won't go to the parks, and then they'll lower the prices on park tickets. I'll tell you right now, that's not how it's going to work because there's all no. we said this over and over. People are going to mm -hmm. go regardless of the price. They don't care if they have to eat ramen noodles for a week. They will go to the park, right? So right. It, it, this is a totally different beast. Like the park, they're, they're trying to treat the prices the way that they treat the restaurants and the resorts and the park and the merch and everything. It's a totally different thing. Right. I get it. It's an experience and everything. And we've talked about how depending on the fandom that you're in, you might be inclined to pay, you know, uh, an exuberant amount for a stay. Like if they did like a fully immersive Marvel thing, like I I think I would be inclined to pay something like this. Like I'm not a big enough Star Wars fan to ever want to pay this. But when you think about the cost of a cruise versus two nights at the Star Cruiser and the experience and like everything that you get on a cruise for almost half of the price. Okay. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. an and you're on decision. a boat in and the ocean. Boat. Yeah. All the amenities, all like everything that you get as part of that cruise for half the price. And in most cases, that price is for an entire family of four or five. Right. Exactly. Versus instead of mm -hmm. two weeks or two days at the Star Cruiser, you're getting a week, you know, on one of the cruise ships. So, like, I get it. I know that they want to make this thing super successful, but I'm telling you, like, if if they really do want to make this successful, cutting the cast members is not the answer here. They have to no. take the L and they not. have to lower the price. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah, it's you know, I'm just looking at vague prices on cruises and it's like um per person, you know, like you said a seven night cruise is like $5,000. Yeah. You know, you can go up from there, but you're on a seven night cruise on a boat uh not in a hotel that uh is just a big cement thing. Um now granted the theming is cool, but I think, you know, They've also backed themselves into a corner by sticking it in this, you know, the new Star Wars thing. That's kind of how they've they've been shooting themselves in the foot uh, 
with Star Wars in general, with Galaxy's Edge and stuff, and they've kind of loosened yeah. up the restrictions a little bit, but not being able to include those the characters from the you know the original trilogy, that's what e- even though you know those the newer Star Wars movies made a billion dollars or whatever, the the you know Han Solo has had uh, fifty years to be in the public zeitgeist and you can't see him at galaxy's edge you can't see chewbacca you know you can't see luke at uh on the star cruiser or whatever or yoda or what you know what have you it's it's their they've kind of they've they've screwed themselves over with being stuck in this and i like the star wars movies all you know the new ones and the old ones whatever and you know it's great to see uh, Ray and Finn and you know you know Kylo Ren, but nothing's no, nothing's as cool as Darth Vader. Like you can't yeah. get any cooler than Darth Vader. Like I I don't know <laughs> why they they can't just say hey Darth Vader's here. Oh no, Darth Vader. Oh, but no, that happened forty years ago. Like it's I don't know. That's that I'm not the only person by far that has been complaint like that thinks these opinions, but it's it's just quite interesting to see how how they've kind of made it so they can't include these characters in there by sticking to this the timeline of it all. Yeah, that I've heard that argument before as well. And that's a really great point for you to bring up, because when you think about Disneyland as a park. There's a lot of characters that we see in different lands that don't necessarily Mm -hmm. abide to a timeline, right? They don't abide to an era or they, they, I mean, think of the parades, think of Fantasmic, think of the fireworks shows. They mix in things. Or even like how the movie ends. Like Rapunzel goes around the whole time with her long hair and is like, well, at the end of the movie, she's got brown hair and short. And short. So if you really want to stick to the timeline, there's all kinds of stuff that they, they, they play with either way because it's iconic. Yeah, and so in this case, I you you bring up a really great point that, you know, Galaxy's Edge, I think the concept of when it was first introduced about, you know, being on Batuu and, you know, being introduced to a lot of these new characters, like V was one of the most interesting characters that they came up with. When is V around anymore? You know, when Galaxy's Edge first opened, they had those really cool battles up on on one of the buildings, you know, with the stormtroopers and Ray and Chewie and stuff like none of that stuff, I feel, happens anymore. Like it, a lot Mm -hmm. of the things that they promised weren't there either. So the the idea of taking Galaxy's Edge and converting it just to and look, here's the thing. A lot of people don't even call it Galaxy's Edge. They don't call it being on the planet Batu, the majority of people that I hear talk about it say, oh, I'm going to Star Wars land. Yep. You know, yeah. I the, most of the people call it that. So they made it what if it just did become, yeah, like what if it did just become Star Wars land? And that way you can get, yeah. like you get the experience of being in a world that looks like you're in some kind of Star Wars planet. And then depending on where you go, yeah, you see the Mandalorian walking by or yeah, you see Kylo Ren or Rey. But you also see Luke and you see Leia and you see Darth Vader. 
you know, maybe they don't cross. Maybe that's the thing, right? Like they're in certain sections, a bunch of mini of lands area. within a yeah. land. But mm-hmm. at least you kind of get an idea. Like over by the Millennium Falcon, you can have uh, Chewbacca and Han Solo and Luke and Leia and Darth Vader, right? And then on the opposite side right. of the park, where you know you see Kylo Ren and you see some of the new stormtroopers and all that stuff, they can section it off in such a way where the characters wouldn't clash with each other. But you would give the majority of fans something that they want. And then that can translate over into the Star Cruiser, right? If they took that same idea and they put it into the Star Cruiser and you gave them an experience with these original characters, then you can slowly start bringing some of the newer characters in. I know we've talked about it before that we understood, like I understood why they were going with the new characters because they're trying to build the fandom of the the people that are watching them now, the kids, right? There's kids watching these films now that they in 20, 30, 40 years will say like, oh, well, Ray was my first, you know, Star Wars this or Kylo Ren Mm -hmm. was my first villain. The same way that everyone else that grew up with Star Wars has said Darth Vader, Luke and Leia, you know, are their characters. Right. And it's like, even if they don't have Darth Vader, like Luke and Leia and uh, Han Solo are all in these new movies. They like are old yeah. versions of them, but they're in the movies. Like That's they the could have thing. the old versions of them too. Like they could just be there. <laughs> like, yeah. Like does it? Does Hux die at the end of the Star Wars? I don't remember. Doesn't he die at the end? Yes. Yeah, he dies, yes. but he's in the ride. Yeah. He's in the show. Th- like so, yeah. why can one dead character show up in the ride, but? other ones can't just get an old man and put him in a like a like a holster and a white shirt and like there's han solo boom oh it's old han solo and he's with chewbacca and there you go like easy peasy rice and whatever however that goes but they're they're in the movies it's not like they're not yeah it's just the old versions of them like i would gladly meet with old luke and leia or yeah luke in like the old like the robes and he's got like some like green milk dribbling down his face or something like why not yeah all right well i mean we'd love to hear your thoughts on this admiral akbar yeah the idea of cutting back (laughs) cast member hours and cutting I mean, literally the ones that are making the magic because they're the ones in the costumes. They're the ones that are putting on the shows. They're the ones that are going through all of this. That's, I mean, I get the whole money-making thing. I get it. We've talked about it before. I understand you have a board of directors and everything. But it might be time to take the L on this one, reduce the price, and give people the characters that they want because – it just it doesn't seem to be doing well in its current iteration. Mm-hmm. So. And sometimes Magical. you have to you have to lose money to make money. Yeah. Like like you price things low to get all the people in and see what they're missing and then you raise the price. That's like what they've been doing their whole thing. Like that's their whole thing. You know, raise the price. But you gotta start at a place where it gets the people in there. Yeah. Correct. To, you know, to see what they're and then you get them hooked and they're like oh i gotta do star cruiser every year because oh that oh buddy that was so fun and i'm gonna make it happen no matter what but 
starting out at such a high price point has really, really yeah. Well, I've already said it a billion times, but that's yeah. shoot, shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, I mean, we're um, a couple years away at this point. Yeah, we're a couple years away from Epic Universe opening up in Orlando. And mm-hmm. we're not that far from Super Nintendo World opening up here in California. Universal knows what they're doing. Universal sees how upset Disney fans are from all the changes, and they see how mm-hmm. you know they're unhappy with what's happening. If you notice, a lot of the things that Universal is doing is directly catering to those. They're answers to how people are feeling. And a lot of the IPs yep. that they're bringing in are super popular. Like Epic Universe and all these new things that Universal is adding, it may not happen overnight. I want to acknowledge that, that Disney has a lineage and a legacy of creating experiences and magic for people, you know, for 100 years. We're celebrating 100 years of, of the Disney company, you know, in the next few months. But Universal is paying attention Knott's Berry Farm already started doing it, which is why you've seen so many people with Knott's Berry Farm season passes. There's going to be a drop-off in Disney attendance. You know, just like the Star Cruiser, it's going to happen in the parks. Mm-hmm. Do better, Disney. There you go. There's the answer. Do better. Hire us. We'll make it better. Just let it give us free control. We'll we'll get it all figured out for you. No worries. Yeah. Everybody will be happy. Promise. I'll take a crack at it. Yeah. Can't do any worse. Hey, that's that's true. <laughs> Look, Bob Weiss already said that he was retiring from Imagineering. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if they need somebody to fill in the spot for a little while and come up There's with some a ideas. Chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it, man. I mean, look, we I already had like 40 great ideas on this episode. Like we got Captain Wonderpants already. Like, come on. There's we, Could you we not see the merchandise for Captain Wonderpants in the park? Flying off the shelves. Right? It's flying off the flying, shelves. I see it right now in my yep. head. It's all flying off the shelves. Right there. Yep. See? It's like the it's like when they release Halloween stuff. It's just like there's like one cup left and that's it. Yep. <laughs> yep. And you know what's funny? I'm that seeing is, it fly off the shelves with little wings made of $100 bills. You know what? Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Right. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy. happy Dude, I haven't joy. heard happy, happy, joy, joy in years. Joy. Well, there you oh, go. You're welcome. Decades. And you know what's funny? <laughs> like, I haven't heard it in that long, Jokes. but what's ironic is that I recently collected some Nickelodeon decks, and Ren and Stimpy oh, right. were one of the decks. And that's not what came to my head when I thought of Ren and Stimpy. I thought of, you know, Stimpy, you idiot. And then I also thought of Log <laughs> for some reason because, you know, it's a, it's a super fun toy. But, yeah, I, I, I that Happy Happy Joy Joy <laughs> did not come into my mind when I was thinking about them. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the fact that Disney's doing something super interesting with a show that's coming up. And I wish they would do this more often. I don't know if you've noticed this, but on Disney Plus, they've been putting some of the fireworks shows and some of the shows that have been happening at Walt Disney World. Uh, I haven't mm-hmm. seen like I saw it uh, primarily for the fireworks. I'm hoping that they do one for Fantasmic because this last week they had cast previews and they also brought in, you know, vloggers and stuff like that to come in and check out the new version of Fantasmic. One, Fantasmic at Disney World. They have the luxury of space, obviously, so they have Mm -hmm. a much larger stage. 
They have a lot more to play with. I totally understand that. But the new scenes with Moana and Mulan and like all these changes that they made to it, I kind of dig it. I was watching I watched people it stream it. I haven't either. Oh, look, I I was a little skeptical because I love Phantasmic, right? I, 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 right. There was even parts of 2.0 that I enjoyed. And, you know, I feel like they've made certain changes that have a lot of controversy and some people don't like because they got rid of this, they got rid of that. But overall, I think they've made it better. In this version, I, I kind of like what they did. I hope they kind of bring some of that to Disneyland if it's not already in the plans. Like the the way that they recreated the the music for it, the show pieces, the characters, the way that they integrated them, I, I enjoyed it. You know what? All I have to say, though, is they still got a junkie dragon. Oh, they do. Yeah, I mean, look. Yep. It, it is what it is. Okay, bypass that. Right? Bypass that. <laughs> it is what it We've is. been there, our too. Dragon, <laughs> well, our dragon is way better than the one at Disney World, but still. Yes, way better. Much, 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 much. There were some people criticizing it. And they're like, wow, the scenes are blah, 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 blah. Whatever, okay? It's good. I don't care what people say. It was fun. I <laughs> love the scenes. I want to see it here. I want to see it with our Maleficent dragon, though, because ours is way better <laughs> than that one is. That's Ours the best part. Much yeah. better. It brings fire straight yes. in the air. Super yeah. Good. I love it. <laughs> um, also, Mark Twain. Better oh, than yeah. Boat. Our Mark Twain is much better. I mean, oh. there's, I get it. Yes. It's kind of like Neil Steamboat Willie and everything. Like, I kind of get what yeah. they, were, they did with it. But, yeah, <laughs> the Mark Twain does look cooler on the rivers of America. But, I don't know. I, look, I saw it. I thought it was super fun. I love the new scenes. Uh, I'm hoping that they somehow incorporate it here because I I like it. it. It was good. Maybe it's the nostalgia or maybe it's the fact that I haven't seen it in such a long time or I hadn't watched the Could video be. that it was nice to see something familiar with some new stuff integrated into it. Mm-hmm. Plus, like I said, the larger stage gives them the opportunity to uh, play with the characters a lot more than they're ever able to do here. Uh, so I think that was super fun. Uh, if I saw it live, I don't know how I would feel about it. But the fact that I was l- watching this these live streams that people were doing in these videos, I think on Discord I posted like the Moana scene or something like that. But, you know, the, the way that they're projecting stuff with like they're using a lot of like projection and laser technology to do a lot of the stuff. A lot of lasers. Um, but the way that they're implementing some of the scenes – uh, like with the Eye of Tefiti, the way that they did it for Moana and they separate the water and everything as she's running by and stuff. Like, it looks so good. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. It's just you so know, fun. I was, re- yeah. I was reading this thing. Somebody was posting. They think basically, like, the first time we've seen Mickey in his just red shorts yeah. in yeah. in anything, like, in a costumed thing, like, in the, with the Jafar snake. Like, he's just in his red shorts. And I'd have to say, it looks kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know. I see why they don't put him in just the red shorts. Yeah. The Jafar snake looks super cool, too, man. They've had that. That's yeah, been in the show the whole still, time. Yeah, but still, I mean, it, just, it looks cool. I like that version. So, anyway, Fantasmic. If you have an opportunity to watch any of the live streams, um, 
it I think it's still in cast previews or it, it's getting ready. No, it's it's had its. Oh, first, it actually it's had, had its, its show now, thing. right? It was it was a big old thing. Okay. There was I was reading about a whole big old thing, so it's open okay. to the public. Lines were going down the street and all kinds of stuff. Nice. ridiculous. Well, if you have an opportunity to watch it, I'm sure there's videos all over YouTube now. I'll see if I can find a good version of it, and I'll post it on Discord uh, for you to watch because I, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Again, I don't know if it's just a nostalgia talking because I haven't had an opportunity to sit down and watch Phantasmic in such a long time, but it was good. It was really good. I liked it. Yeah. I'll send you this one. I'm I'm clicking through. It's like a multi. Oh, nice, nice. It's very cool. Uh, and then the other thing is, I hope that this is the beginning of Disney doing a lot more of this. We saw it originally a year or two ago when Disney brought Hamilton to Disney Plus, and Disney does a lot of shows. Uh, you know, these Broadway shows and a lot of like shows like at the Hollywood Bowl, for instance. Uh, they're special nights. And if I had an opportunity to watch any of those shows, like with The Little Mermaid and all these other ones that they've done before, the Nightmare Before Christmas ones, for instance, I would love to see that. Now, I know that there's a little bit of a controversial thing to that because uh, there's a lot of people that pay a lot of money to go to these concerts and to these venues and to these events that happen. And whenever you go to a concert, I think there's a mentality of, you know, whatever happens at the concert stays at the concert sort of situation. So if you see something special, you were part of something special for that night. So I, I want to say that I completely understand that. However, right. yeah, these shows tend to sell out super fast, super fast. And because they sell out super fast or the venues can't uh, have the capacity of holding much more people or in the case of the Hollywood Bowl, for instance, you can't raise the capacity. It's 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 a very unique venue for concerts. The acoustics there are just amazing because of how the venue is shaped. Well, Encanto is coming to the Hollywood Bowl this November, the 11th nice. and 12th of November to be exact. And what's... Oh, that's this weekend. It is this weekend, yeah. What's interesting about this is that there's going to be this show... And it's also coming to Disney Plus in December. Nice. So they're oh, recording the okay. show at the Hollywood Bowl, and they're going to have it on Disney Plus for everyone to watch. So this is where I, I kind of get split, right? Like, I, I feel like I want to throw this question out to everyone because I don't know which side of the fence I'm on on this one. Because, I, yeah, if you pay money to go to a concert, you want a unique experience. You want the whole, like, Whatever happens at the concert stays at the concert, right? Like, it's what you paid for. It was right. for the experience. But, again, venues like the Hollywood Bowl, like, how many times have we talked to members of the FGP squad or listeners or our friends, our family, that they were like, oh, well, I wish I could have gone to this Disney thing, but, yeah, tickets sold out. Tons of times. Oh, plenty Tons of times. Right? So, mm -hmm. I love the idea that, they're recording this and putting it on Disney Plus. I'm sure it's not going to be the whole thing. You know, maybe if they had like encores and stuff like that, maybe those aren't going to be on Disney Plus. But 
you know, Bob Chapek talked a lot about how he wants Disney Plus to kind of mesh in with the parks and he kind of wants it to become like an all in one experience for you where it kind of like mixes in between everything. I don't know necessarily how this plays into that, but I want to see more of this. This like Yeah, totally. It, like with D23, I got super excited because I thought we were going to get way more of the expo. I don't know what happened. But for some reason, we got these like three minute recaps that just weren't great. Uh, I really did think that they were going to put the panels up, that they were going to have like bigger access. Um, Even listen, I'm even open to paying a fee like you already tested it with films, right? There was the Disney Plus premiere thing. Uh, or what did they right. call it? Yeah. Was it Premiere? Premiere uh, Access. Premiere Access. Premiere Access, yeah. Yeah. You already tested Premiere Access over the last couple of years with certain films. Why not do it with these shows? For people that can't go, like, what about the people that live out of state that would have loved to watch this at the Hollywood Bowl? These are the people that are going to oh, yeah. benefit from this on Disney+, Plus, right? And if right. you don't want it to be completely free, charge us 20 bucks for Premiere Access. You know, I would love to pay for these shows for premiere access. Hell, I would have done it for the expo. If I could have watched every, like, I obviously you can't go to every panel, right? But if you have right. a full-blown, you know, awesome production value version of the panels at the expo where you don't have people's hands popping up or phones popping into your view because you're watching it on somebody's YouTube channel... I would totally pay 20, 25 bucks or whatever to access all those videos for a week or two. You know, like give it a time frame. Like from the moment that you start watching, you get two weeks with them to watch them all or something. You know, for people that can't make it to destination D, you know, give us the same access, do the same thing. I, don't, I think there's so many things that they can do with this. Like putting Encanto on Disney Plus, I feel is just opening the doors for them to be able to do this for us. You know, I've been kind of in this thing for a while where, so I work in theater and I see a lot of theater, but I also can't see a lot of theater because it happens in New York. Um, And so I've been a a very big uh, proponent of filming any production that exists and getting it to be able to be consumed by, by the masses because the the more people that see it it's it's going to build your brand even more so you know the the biggest thing that um with the these plays and musicals and stuff that the reason they don't do it is go they don't put it on there because they're like oh well if people watch it online they're not going to want to see it in person and that is like the most untrue thing on the planet Mm -hmm. it's like if you see this thing and it's really cool that makes you me in particular want to see it even more in person because seeing a live performance live theater live music is is just something that's completely different than seeing a recorded version of of the thing at all i mean even just like phantasmic like we're talking about Mm -hmm. it's watching a video or seeing it in person is two completely different things and it just makes you want to see that thing even more because you and you know maybe that will you know the next time some movie has a thing at the Hollywood Bowl or a tour or whatever be like oh I got to get tickets cuz I saw that Hollywood Bowl thing on Disney Plus and I got to see that in person or whatever mm-hmm. um instead of relying like you said on people's like bootleg of it or whatever um so I'm I'm a big big advocate for having uh 
any show be filmed and put up online because there's you know there's only so many seats in a house there's only so many you know tickets available so how you know if you want people to grow to love your thing then make it available to everyone and then that means you know the people that you know can't take a trip to new york city or florida or la or wherever your thing is can still experience it and see the work that that the creative team and the actors or singers or whomever put into it to uh you know make that whole production possible um so yeah i on my end i'm totally for putting all that out for anyone to consume so you mentioned nightmare before christmas and if they had a way to put i have not been able to see it at the bowl so if they were to be able to say hey do it here put it on there I would love to pay. I would actually pay to see it again only because, you know, Danny Elfman, like his music and it's really hard to get those tickets. Yeah. Really, really Mm -hmm. hard. So if they were to do this, put it on there, they would, I mean, it's a different experience if you see it live than watching it like as a replay which i don't mind it's like i would want to relive that again and be like like sometimes you have that where something happens and you're like you get those chills again Mm -hmm. because you remembered how it was so i would love to see this i would pay the 20 dollars if we had it forever like in the movie like for corella or whatever why not take my money disney this is the (laughs) one time i'll say it again (laughs) the one time you'll say it the one i know i'm trying to i just stop myself the one time this episode (laughs) yes (laughs) the the, the one time in this 10 minute chunk of this episode but you you made a great point right now think about what i just said uh, just minutes ago about phantasmic right Mm -hmm. it was watching it on video like i know how i feel watching it in person right but i watched this live stream and it didn't make me not want to see it in person like it uh, quite the opposite i made that connection and i want to see it in person again i know granted if you know if i watch it here i'm not going to fly all the way to florida to watch it you know i would watch it here before anything else obviously but you know it you both brought up really great points you know the the experience inside of a theater is much different and if watching hamilton on disney plus didn't make me think like oh cool i've seen it the first thing i thought was i gotta get tickets to this i need to watch this live Mm -hmm. exactly like you're yeah man i'm just yeah disney (laughs) look if this is the gateway purchase okay or if, if this is your version of the first one's free okay then let's do it because this is a great way to introduce these live shows into disney plus if this first one is free and the other ones have premiere access, cool, cool. And if they're free, then bonus, right? It's cool. It's even mm-hmm. better. It's a, it's a great bonus to have as, you know, being a Disney Plus subscriber, especially considering that the prices are going up. We, we've now basically timed out of our original Founders Pack pricing. Mm-hmm. This is a really great way of keeping people and bringing people onto Disney Plus, especially if you have access to these shows. Um, yeah, I love this idea. I hope this happens more. 
So December 28th is when it's going to be coming to Disney+. Plus. So if you don't have an opportunity to go watch it in person at the Hollywood Bowl, I'm curious as to how different it's going to be from the live version. But I think this will be a good opportunity to figure out how much Disney plans to share if they do more of these live shows. Uh, because I think the last thing that they did... Oh, actually, that was Disney Parks Live on YouTube. It wasn't on Disney+. Plus. I'm thinking about when they brought the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade back. Mm, for the, yeah. uh, They did the stream for that, and it was slightly different. But, yeah, this is totally on its own level. So uh, we'll keep you posted on this December 28th. Keep that in mind if you want to watch it on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to throw this question out to everyone. If Disney decided, okay, this went really well. Every month we're going to release a new show or a new product or a new convention or whatever for you to watch on Disney Plus, whatever, like every quarter maybe, because I don't think they have enough to do one every month. But, you know, for the next four quarters over the next year, they're going to do this. Which show would you like to see next? You know, there's tons of existing shows on Broadway they, I'm sure that they have archives of other stuff that they've put on before. What would you like to see next? Yeah, any show. I mean, the thing is, like, I want to see something that I know I'm probably never, like, going to get a chance to see because it's uh, um, kind of lost to time and and I think would be that I don't know if there's a video exists of this is a – the Tarzan musical that was on Broadway mm-hmm. because there's been beauty and the beast. And I've seen 8 billion productions of that. I've worked on three of them. Like it's uh and frozen is, you know, well, I'm sure we'll end up somewhere, somewhere. And there's been newsies and, and the lion King and all this stuff. But Tarzan is the one that I really don't know a lot about and kind of has like a really interesting, like set design and, and just kind of history behind it. It was like the, the one that was the biggest flop out of all of them. That'd be something that I'd be interested in, in seeing a full good shoot of is, is Tarzan for sure. That'd be an interesting one. <laughs> Rogers, the musical. Oh, <laughs> for reals. nice. For reals. Nice. <laughs> I would want to see that. I mean, yeah, but that doesn't exist, Melissa. I That's know. not the question. No, but doesn't no, it okay, though? So no, no. But it, doesn't no, it though? It because D23, I mean, okay, so all jokes aside, actually, I would like to see Hercules because the music would be fun. So that's coming to Broadway soon. Coming to Broadway soon. Yeah. We even talk about that. Love to talk about that sometime. When they did Tarzan on Broadway, uh-huh. were they w- wearing rollerblades to go through like the fake trees? No, they were on like bungee cords. It was oh, interesting. Weird. They like like vines is like bungee cord stuff. There's a lot of bungeeing on stage. Interesting. And like there's a lot of like climbing and bungee stuff. So it was, yeah, that's what what really intrigues me mm. about the Tarzan. What was the the Cirque du Soleil show that they were going to be doing at Walt Disney World? Oh, drawn um, to life or something? Yes, I think that's back in running now. Maybe. Yeah, I think it it it's officially yeah. open. Like if they did a if they did a show of that on Disney Plus, I would love to see that. Yeah, that would be good too. You know that Cirque is such a um, high production value and technology wise and everything it's mind-blowing what they can do now this you know this is a little smaller production than some of their like vegas shows um 
technology wise and infrastructure wise but it's still like i'm sure an impressive show um and yeah that that you know i totally forgot that was a thing that existed (laughs) to be sure a lot of people did that's probably why he's not doing so well (laughs) who knows how (laughs) tickets are doing in that i'll bet you it's getting more tickets than the star cruiser Uh, probably (laughs) hey (laughs) all right i think that's where we're going to end today's episode uh, so again, the question to everyone is: If Disney Plus was going to put out uh, Broadway shows or these one-off shows like the Encanto show or the Nightmare Before Christmas show at the Hollywood Bowl, uh, has there ever been one that you wanted to see but never had an opportunity to watch? Which one would you like to see on Disney Plus next? Leave a comment either on the Instagram post or honestly, we'd love for you to join us over on Discord. Joining the community again is super simple, like I mentioned earlier. Head over to podcasters.com slash links, and you will find a lot of the most popular links there. You'll find our latest episodes, a link to the FGP squad, a link to uh, uh, join our Discord server, uh, and a couple of other things, including uh, a way to make a donation to our Team Boat Willie page for Walk for Hope. So that's it. I think that's a great place to end it. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up for today? Captain Wonderpants. Captain Wonderpants. <laughs> Tra la la. And on that note, until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Part of the Podcasters Network.